You are listening to A Called Collective podcast, where we seek to equip the next generation of ministry leaders. A Called Collective produces multiple podcasts, which you can find in the description below. To learn more about The Called Collective, visit our website at thecalledcollective.org or check us out on Instagram at The Called Collective. What's up, guys? This is Coffee and Colin, where we just chat over coffee. I'm one of your co-hosts, Isaac. I am Noah Yero, and thank you so much. Sit back, enjoy, and come along for the ride. We're gone! (laughs) (laughs) What's up? We're back. It's another episode. It is me and also Isaac. So we are are here. We are vibing. We're living life. And we wanted just to check in and give you guys a little bumper episode. So Isaac, what's going on, man? Yeah. Um, I mean, you said it. It's just chilling, just vibing right now. Uh, I mean, it's really just a lot of school. Um, some of the other jobs I have on campus that are a lot of fun, and this is part of it. Uh, but then, yeah, school and tennis. And so tennis is kicking up. We're having fun. But still, the grind is real for, for homework and stuff like that. But learning a lot, you know, learning a lot from this, learning a lot from my school and the classes, learning a lot from my friends. So it's a, it's a season of growing and learning for sure. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's been a lot of things that we have learned in our classes, but also on this podcast. So we honestly just wanted to give you listeners a chance to catch up on previous episodes from season one and season two. Uh, there's a lot that's been pushed out there and we wanted to give it a break and say, hey, there's stuff in the past. But if you are caught up, thank you so much for, for staying caught up. And we have a couple of insights, I guess, of what we've been learning from the, from the, from the podcast. So Isaac, you want to start us off? Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing that this has actually really encouraged me with is to seek people out in their testimonies and to seek people out in their stories because I'm, I'm constantly right. So part of my other job with the chapel here is actually to get people to give testimonies on Friday in chapel. And so this helps a lot. Um, one, I've had people on the podcast that have also given uh, their testimony in chapel So I hear a lot of people's stories, but I'm constantly reminded of the verse in Revelation that talks about like the power that we have is in the word, I mean, in the blood of the lamb and in the word of our testimony. And so I'm learning a lot about the power within the story that God's writing that is our lives, Mm. you know, and how different they are. But they also like, it's so interesting when we talk about it because each story highlights, I think, a different piece of who God is. And so, for example, I know from my life, it really points out how he really is the refiner. You know, we talk about that. We sing about that. But my life really highlights that and how he does use the trial for good in those things. That's that's what my life highlights. But then you hear about others where he is the provider, right? He is all these things at once. Absolutely. But in in our stories, sometimes it's even highlighted even mm. more. So to see that and to see the wonders that he's doing in other people's lives, to know that he's doing it in my life, but he's also doing it in others is beautiful mm. to know. Um, but the thing that, has been coming up a lot and I've had a lot of conversation with people actually is about what calling is. You know, mm. I remember when I first like started this, um, my girlfriend's dad was like curious about what do you mean calling? You mm. know? And so it's this conversation that's really good. And the more and more we, we sit here and talk about calling, I'm just hearing more and more of what God is asking people to do with their lives and say, hey, come follow me and people listening. Right? That's like the call. And so, the greatest call that we all have, right? The Great Commission. Absolutely. We know that. Like, everybody that comes on here has that call. Um, but then distinguishing from how, how is God 
asking you to live that out in your specific life. Mm. You know, for a lot of people, almost everyone that comes on here is to go into the church or to go into missions and to these things, right? Um, but then for, for others that I know, to fulfill the Great Commission, the call, is what is their assignment? You know, they're going, they're going to be like dentists. They're going to be doctors. They're going to go and be accountants. They're going to go work in the banks. They're going to go all these different things. But the, the main purpose of us all, if we are followers of Christ, is, is to follow him. That's mm -hmm. the call, is to go and make disciples of all nations. And so it's fun hearing um, from each of these guests how they are doing that, how God has asked them to do it specifically, mm. you know? Yeah, and yeah, I would say when, when you're talking about the call and how the different people have different callings and, and, and God has shown, has shown his characteristics in a different way, throughout their callings. I think that's so, yeah, that's so applicable to this podcast alone. Because when we are interviewing all of these awesome students or, or pastors or professors or whatever, you realize a different aspect of God you didn't see in your own call. You know what I mean? Like you, you see these different aspects of God show up where mm. he may be pursuing you heavily. Or you know what? You're, you had the most mundane and mm. slow call of your life. You are the person that grew up in the church, stayed in church, never faltered, you know, from the path and are still seeing God move in your mm -hmm. life and speaking to you. And there is a large amount of people that need to hear that. Yeah. And a large amount of people that need to hear the crazy wild stories of how mm -hmm. God really came into their brokenness and said, this is, this is what I have for you. Follow me. And you're, <laughs> The, the, the way that we hear people react to God, we hear people's Jonah's moments. You know, we, we hear the people running from God. We hear, we hear those that are like, here I am, send me Isaiah 6 moments. And we need all of those. We, know, we need those different stories in the body of Christ because mm -hmm. you're going to reach different people with that same story. Yeah. Like that, I'll, I'll, I'll share a little bit um, from my story, but my youth pastor, he came in and I had, this is my third youth pastor in college. I mean, in, in high school. And when, when he came in, he said from the very beginning, I had an easy life growing up. I, I, didn't go through, I didn't go through anything hard. I had a comfortable life. Was not like rich, but wasn't poor. Just very comfortable middle-class yeah. life. And I honestly needed to hear that so badly because that's what my life was. You know, I had a strong family. We went to church. Comfortable amount of money. Although, you know, you can always have more, but like we were comfortable. And I always kind of like didn't really resonate with all these crazy testimonies. Like, oh, I did drugs for 10 years and God come and deliver me, yeah. you know? And I'm like, okay, cool. I've literally done the same thing for my entire life. And mm -hmm. I needed that. I needed to hear that. And so yeah. I think when we hear these stories and we hear these different callings, like, yeah, we can almost idolize the call, but we need to hear the different kinds of the call. Dude, for sure. Um, as you were talking about that, because I, I have a similar story, right? my life wasn't, it hasn't been too hard. Right. You know, there's been other people who have a lot harder things going on. Um, but nevertheless, it is my story and what God has done in my life is still the miraculous, like taking me from death to life, you know, mm. that will always amaze me and will always astound me. And that's why I always pour out praise. Um, but while you're talking, I was thinking about the prodigal son and the whole idea of like the older brother, the older son is still, the, is still a son, mm. you know? Yeah. He didn't have that moment where he walked away and like had all these crazy things happen, living life for the world and all that, and then come back. No, he he was still a son, even though it was just as mundane of always living in that and never really disobeying, mm. right? Um, but the thing that you point out with with Jonah, and I think one thing that I really want people to know on here when they're 
when they're listening to all this and wondering about the um, the call on their life and how how do I discern this call? You know, that's why I think a lot of people are wondering. I hear a lot of people say, you know, I see these people having these calls and lead, leading them to other countries, leading them to certain places to do whatnot. But I don't feel like God's doing that for me. Like I'm searching that out. Well, here's the thing. You already have a call in your life. It goes mm. back to the very beginning of what we were saying is go and make disciples. Yep. I love what uh, Davy Blackburn said when he came here. He said, you don't understand it. Whatever job you're in, you as a Christian, your boss is paying you to be a missionary first and foremost. Like we have to have that mentality that when I go, if, if you're going to be a doctor, because that's what I wanted to be. If you go to be a doctor, you have to understand that you're going into this place as a Christian mm. to shape the culture into a kingdom culture before you are ever just a doctor by profession. And so we, when we come in with this, when this mindset that everything I do is for the Lord, and when we sit across these people and you can see in their hearts and in their, in their minds, they made up where it's like, I've given up all my hopes and aspirations, all my dreams, because my only expectation is Jesus Christ. Mm. Then it's like, what's going to stop you? <laughs> and my goodness, look at, look at Jonah. When he said no, he, he moved. He went backwards, right? <laughs> away. Like, let's say it's that way, but he's going this way. And I've said it before on this podcast, and it keeps coming up. It's easier to turn a moving car than a stopped one. Mm. And so even though, yes, Jonah was running away, God was able to turn him around. Oh, absolutely. You know? And so my advice to you is if you're seeking what God wants for your life, you're already ahead of the ball game on Jonah, right? Because <laughs> yeah. God said, do this. And he said, no, I'm going the other way. But if you're seeking what God wants for you to do, then you're already, then take the steps. Start walking. Because it's not like if you walk in the wrong directions, God's just going to be like, well, since you turned that way, I'm not with you. He literally followed Jonah. Yeah. You know, send a fish, whale, whatever, to turn him around. And so my advice to you is start doing something. Mm. You know, my pastor back home always says, where's your mission field? Where's God calling you? Where your feet are. <laughs> like he'll lead you wherever. Oh, yeah. There's a future where you're going to not be where you are today. But while your feet are here, that's your mission field. Those are the people that, you, that God is calling you to witness to, that he's calling you to preach the good news to. And so start living in mm. that and stop letting this whole idea of being called by God, this whole phrase that we throw around, paralyze you from actually doing something for the kingdom. Mm. Dang. Dang, Isaac. Getting <laughs> on a little pedestal I've right been, there. Uh, I've been like soaking in this a lot. <laughs> like this is what I've been wrestling with. You know what I mean? Because right. my life has always been, all right, what's the next move? What's the next move? But when you boil it down to what you've always said, but it started with Dr. Morgan, right? right. Being faithful, available, obedient. Oh, yeah. It makes it so simple. Oh, Stop absolutely. focusing on the, the 20 years of all these things of like, I'm going to be in this country. It's like, God might call you to that. But also at the same time, that doesn't neglect the call that you have right now to absolutely. love the people that are around you. And so it makes it very simple, very practical. Do something. A thousand percent. Like that was one of the biggest things I struggled with last semester was contentment and where I was. Because I was excited about my future ministry which is a good thing. That yeah. is not a bad thing. If you're in high school and you're like, man, I just can't wait to get to the church. Good. Hold on to that. Share that excitement. But understand, Paul spent roughly three years learning before he went. Yeah. And I'm glad he did because it was a model for me. Hey, I'm in college. Take that time. Mm -hmm. Learn. Grow. Because exactly. my third and fourth year of college may have been the most transformational. Oh my days. Because that, at that point, you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you're like, man, college is a grind. And it is. But I was ready to go. And God said, no, 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 no. You're here. 
be content in that and learn and grow. And yeah. I'm so glad I have because my perspective has changed significantly. Dude, it's so good. It's also that that tension of, man, we we always focus on, dude, stop living in the past. Mm. Also, stop living in the future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to hold this tension of learning from our past, being in the present, but also being aware of the future. Mm. And because, I mean, if, if you're not aware of the future and what's coming, then it's like, you're going to miss opportunities God has coming. But if you're so focused on the past or the future so much, you're missing what God's doing now. And so that's what we have to be focusing on. But the thing that, the thing that annoys me um, <laughs> is that we have placed this, we've placed the people that say I'm called into ministry on a pedestal. Oh, To say they are the only ones called by God. No, 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 no. We've, if you haven't gotten this through your head yet, we've been talking about this since day one. Everybody's called. <laughs> it's where is God leading you? What's the assignment that you have? You know what I mean? Um, and so when people, when people talk about when they're getting out of college and I'm just going to go try to get the best job I can, start making a bunch of money and work up the scale and work up the ladder. I'm just like, where's God in that? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get, I get where it's like, I don't want you to be paralyzed and being like, I'm not going to accept this job because I don't feel like God's leading me there. If he says no, then I get that. But at the same time, pursue that with God being like, if this is where I end up, I'm going to serve God here. Mm. How could that be wrong? How could that be wrong? If you say, I'm going to go here and my first and foremost like mission is to serve people, is to love them like God would love them, is to preach the gospel. Oh yeah, and I'll be, a, I'm, I'm going to be an accountant while I'm there too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, it can't be wrong to go and do that. If God really thinks it's wrong to go to that place, even when your heart is, I'm going to serve the Lord with everything I have, he'll correct you and it won't be like he's leaving you. Yeah. He'll be like, hey, no, I want you going this way. And you're like, all right, sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everybody puts this immense amount of pressure on their choice as if this choice decides if God is walking with them still or not. Mm. And God walked with Jonah all the way up until he went to the Ninevites and still at the end wanted them to die. Yeah. Who are we to say we made one mistake and God's done with us? Exactly. Are we God? Right? We so we idolize the call. We idolize the situation, yeah. the place, the money. We idolize so much. We have idols in our life. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is, you look throughout all of scripture, idolatry is all throughout it. And typically the idolization of self. Yep. You are wanting to put yourself forward, your felt, yourself like first, but the kingdom is backwards and upside down. Yeah. And if you can't tell, Isaac and I have our soapboxes and the things that, <laughs> that we, we get passionate about. And honestly, this is a great kind of segue right into the different podcasts that we have available. Yeah. The Good Days with Eddie and Charlie podcast is phenomenal. It is practical youth ministry experience from two seasoned yeah. veterans. You need you need to listen to it because I wish I had that to listen to when I was in high school. Absolutely. Because they, they're, they're funny, they're goofy, but they're so practical. And I think that's such a value because you get out of college and, or you get out of school and you go to ministry and you're like, man, I'm, I'm tired. I don't know if I have time to read a book or do whatever, which you do, but you can always throw on a podcast. And these are short snippets of really good practical ministry advice, right? So we have the good days at Charlie podcast. We also have modern parables. Isaac, you want to, you want to hit this one? Yeah. Modern parables is a fun one. That one's kind of just a fun one to come in and listen to yeah. about us just having fun diving into scripture first, right? To create these sermon illustrations. But then what happens is we get these random topics. Yeah. You know, it could be about anything. It could be Marvel movies. It could be Bob Ross, you know, things like this just from the day or just a car. And we have to on the spot give sermon illustrations. 
And it and it's fun because it gets you thinking, okay, how do I incorporate the scripture? How, what does the scripture have to say about everything yeah. in life? Yeah. And so it's fun too because as you learn from this, and if you listen to it and there's wisdom in there, thanks be to God, praise God if there is, because <laughs> that's only by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but then that comes into your conversations throughout the day mm. with other people. You know, it could really impact that. And, it, and it's just a fun game yeah. to like entertain. I think God loves like engaging with us. Yeah, and we see God everywhere. Yeah. Then it, as, if you listen to Modern Parables, which y- you should. Yeah, if you don't, what are you doing? <laughs> but it makes you think about a tree and you're like, wait, where is God in this? Exactly. And, and it makes you think about God and scripture tells us to pray without ceasing. And honestly, that just means thinking on Christ all the time. And obviously you want to pray without ceasing, but where is God in your mundane? Where is God in your day-to-day thing? So the Call Collective has a bunch of resources to use to help with yeah, preparing you for ministry, right? It's an online source. And in the description below, there is more details. And there are links and podcast link trees and stuff like that. And we got some new podcasts coming out, which we're stoked about. I mean, there is going to, this is potentially a golden podcast. Yeah, there's one that might absolutely blow up with these two powerhouses. Yes. And I am excited just to learn and listen and use it as a future resource when people ask hard questions in ministry. Literally. And these two individuals may have those answers yeah. for us. Stay tuned for that. And are we allowed to drop the name of that? I don't know if we can quite. All yet. right. Well, you guys stay tuned for a new podcast that's going to get dropped. That honestly, I'm looking forward to listening to, as you said, because it they will tackle the hard mm. questions yeah. of today, especially as pastors, the future pastors. When we have to face sexuality and other things like this, emerging issues that the church needs to deal with Absolutely. and take a stand on. They will tackle them and help us figure out what the Bible has to say about it. Dude, absolutely. And so if you guys have stayed this long, kudos to you. And yeah, check out another episode that we have, different podcasts, and they're all in the description and links below. So give it a check. Well, check it out. There we go. Give it a check. Check it out. And we'll we'll see you guys next week. Sweet. Adios. Adios. We'd also like to take a second to thank the School of Theology and Ministry at Indiana Wesleyan University for using their facilities. We want to thank The Call Collective for producing all of our podcasts. The Call Collective seeks to equip the next generation of ministry leaders. To find out more information, visit at thecalledcollective.org or check us out on Instagram at The Call Collective. Thanks for listening again and taking time in your day to have the chance to be formed by the conversations we have over coffee. See you guys next week.